Okay, so let me uh, tell you this word God gave. I held off till he moved me to go live, which is now. And he's actually, as I was reading for, for spell proofing, because sometimes I write so fast, he um, actually um, started speaking again. So I just went and added it in. So let me read this to you. And also there's something that came out that I think might be important for you to hear as a warning. Okay. Hi, Ashley. So let me go ahead and get started. I never have some big introduction and, and take five minutes to tell you. I'm just not like that. Hi, guys. Okay, so I'm just going to get started. For those who come in later, you'll just have to start again. <clears throat> now, God gave me this word on the 7th of January. And the last part of it, he just gave me now and started telling me to go live. It was time. So here we go. Have you really hardened your hearts so much that sin isn't really isn't that bad? Do you find yourself wanting to please me, but not enough to put down the sin? He's trying to shape us up, guys. Your heart is not ready. For those who really want to have the heart of God will run from sin. They will no longer desire to continue in the ways of the world. If you are truly sorry, I will forgive you. As you repent and lay it down at my feet, I will help you and deliver you. But many of you say the right words, but do not act upon those words. And in fact, you make excuses as to why you can't. Where in my word did it say you can do some things through Christ? No, for surely it says you can do all things through Christ. If I spoke it, is it not so? Did I not say in my words, cannot come back void? If this is so, why do you walk void of faith? Why do you give in to the temptation when I said I would make a way of escape? I will give you the strength to overcome. You can be victorious because I was victorious. Could it be you love your sin more and so you find excuses to hold on to it? Could it be the fear of letting go and going through whatever it takes in order to rid yourself of this world seems too much to bear? I have overcome the world and have given you all you need to overcome it too. You allow your enemy to trample you. He can only steal what you allow him. Why do you cower under his threats and temptations? Do you not know? Have you not read my word? Stand up and fight the good fight of faith. Take it back. Stop allowing him to steal and destroy what is mine. Now he added this today as he told me to go live. You are my precious vessels to be used for my glory and kingdom purpose. If you allow the enemy to plant lies, how can I use you as intended? If you give in to the wicked ways of the world, how can I use you? Do you see you must follow me in spirit and in truth? You must truly walk that narrow path, but know that through this, I will bring you joy and blessings. Through this, you will see victory and help others to see it. The choice is yours to stand your ground or fall into worldly standards. I wish for those who are mine to rise up to a higher standard, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, for holiness must be sought after. You must seek out righteousness. The world knows nothing of these things. That's why this road is narrow and less find it. For there is a cost. But I tell you truth, child, it will be well worth it, says the Lord your God. 
I'm just ready to cry. His spirit's really heavy right now. I'm actually just getting chills. That's what he just said now. He's trying to help his children to make the right choice and to stick it out. Because when you look at it, how many of us have gone through trying to quit smoking, trying to get right, trying to watch our mouths, trying to watch our tempers. Now, I'll tell you something else he said <clears throat> a few times. None are perfect, nor will you be. All are filthy rags before the Lord God and his righteousness and his holiness. But if you are willing to lay it all down, he'll take it from there. That's what you forget to, to really take heed to. He says, people get all bent up out of shape, like, oh, what I did, and I messed up today. I know God will never use me. And they give in, like he said, to the lies. And if you give in to these lies, how is he going to use you as intended? Because his intention is to use a child of God. God says, I wish to use those who know who they are. You're not grasshoppers. You are the giants, and he is the grasshopper. But your faith is what leads you forth. Your faith is what's going to dictate your future. Do you understand? If you have the faith of only a grasshopper, then that's what you'll produce. If you have the faith of a giant, if you stand on the words that I have spoken, if you stand on the words that are written, that's what you'll produce. Do you understand? You will put out what you believe. You will stand on what you believe. You will walk in faith. Where is your faith, says God? If you even have faith of a mustard seed, you can move a mountain. How many mountains are you bearing and none? there is no fruit? There is no movement. Do you understand? This is why I am trying to prepare my children for what is ahead. And all say doom and gloom. And yes, there is some doom and gloom. And you've always had doom and gloom with you. But you also have me. And you have the light of the world going before you. And you have the grace of God to help you through it. And you have my strength to lean on. And you have my victorious ways to go through to stand on and to become victorious yourself. You have all the armor I have given you. You have my word and promises to speak forth because they cannot come back void. Do you see you are blessed? Do you see you have more than enough and yet you wallow in I can't do this. You wallow in the lies of Satan who fill your ears with woe, who fill your ears with you'll never amount to much, but don't you see that you can do all things through Christ? You can do all things through me. You can do all and stand on every promise if you are willing to be obedient. Obedient is key. Having that secret place with me is key. If you are willing to lay all down, if you are willing to pay whatever cost, then you will rise up, says God. I will raise you up myself. I will pick you up out of that dirt. But you must be willing and lay down your will for mine. Lay down the worldly ways. I did not say you don't live in the world. I just said you're not of it. Do you understand? That means there's things you'll do because you live here, but you're not a part of the wickedness. You refuse to be a part. You worship me in spirit and in truth. You read my word and soak it into your heart to grow and flourish like a flower and a plant that will continue to grow and produce good fruit. Will produce good fruit. If you wallow in the world, 
If you believe the lies, you will produce rotten fruit and corruption. Do you understand? This is the hour I am trying to perfect those who are mine. I am trying to show you that you are not who you say you are. You are who I say you are. And even though you yet walk in sin, I will forgive you and use you for my glory. But you must be willing to lay down all. You must be willing to do your part. I am not a bank account. I am not Santa Claus. I am not somebody who just wallows you in gifts. I am going to ask you to grow up and mature spiritually. I am going to ask you to lay down of your own free will the ways of, of the world. I'm going to ask you to walk in my holy, righteous ways. I'm going to ask you to consider a day, a week of holiness where you're alone with me and you do not waver. You do not run and play, but you have time with me alone as a day of honor. I am going to ask you to stop everything suddenly and come be with me and pray and talk to me. Because I am your father. I am your Lord and your savior. I am the Lord and I am holy. And I command my children to have reverence. To respect my ways. And not to take things lightly. Because my hand will come down in judgment. Not because I'm mad alone. But because through this anger of judgment will come repentance. Through this judgment will come new life if you take heed to what the Father is saying. Your enemy is rising up against you and many of you are feeling it. Am I not stronger still? Am I not greater still? Am I not on the throne? Then why do you cower beneath his lies? Why do you cower beneath his threats? Why do you cower and say, I can't help it through the temptations? Yes, you can. For I have given you all you need. The time is now to settle the score. The scales are weighing. Are you wanting? Or are you lining up to the will of God? Are you lining yourself up to the spirit of God? And the ways of God? Are you lining up and saying, God, here am I. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord thy God, here am I. Have your way in my life. I give you permission, God, to cleanse me, to clean and refresh me with the Holy Spirit. I ask you, God, to do the good work and finish what you started so that I may be approved in your eyes. This is what you need to know. Do not look at your brother's walk. Look at your own. Do not try to dictate to them how to walk in the ways of God. Do it yourself and be the example. Be the example of my perfect love. For many don't even know what the word means. <clears throat> many do not walk in love at all, but in fact are voided of love and call themselves mine. What did I say in my word? The greatest of these is love. You will be judged ac accordingly. Do you understand? You will be judged accordingly. You must love your neighbor as you love yourself. And you must love yourself because I created you. You must forgive your neighbor as you forgive yourself. And you must forgive yourself because I asked you to forgive as I forgive, Lord. Therefore, 
You must also forgive yourself. Do you understand? The time is now, says God, to choose and stop wavering. Stop being double-minded, for you shall be accounted for. But know this, says God, though all who come to the holy place, the throne room of God, and repent and are willing and lay all down, then I will pick you up. I see him picking up a child off the floor and dusting off the dirt. I will cleanse you, says God. I will anoint you because I will prepare you to go forth and take territory. I will prepare you. I will infill you. I will do all that is needed. All I ask is for your will. All I ask for is for you to lay down all, give up anything. Let me have my perfect will and way in your life because I know what is best. And I will love you and bring you through it all. And you will be victorious. God says it is not <clears throat> that you need to seek victory. You already are victory. You have already been victorious. You're just walking it out. Do you understand? I'm seeing ribbons, blue ribbons, blue ribbons, blue ribbons. God says, I'll be handing him out blue ribbons. Well done, good and faithful servant. This is the hour. Now let me grab what was left here. Thank you, Lord Jesus. For Oh my gosh. <clears throat> I wasn't expecting him to show up. I never am, but I thank you that he did. Now there's a woman of God. Um, <clears throat> her name is Jennifer LeClaire. I'm going to take a sip of water. He was really going there. I need to give you a warning that God said through her. I just by chance saw and decided to, to take a look. It was a short video, so I'm going to read it to you. The next thing the Lord showed me at a very high level, and I agree with this, is a revival of the devil's witchcraft. Guys, there's so much witchcraft out there, it's unbelievable. In the church, even more so. Both in the world and in the church. Now, I've been talking about discerning prophetic witchcraft for 20 years. I've been banging the drum about prophetic witchcraft. We're about to see a flood of witchcraft. Yes, in the world and in the church. How many of you ever heard of something? A-A-A-L-I-N. I don't know what the word is. You know, the, the computer types it up different than sometimes what it is. Okay, he was a healing evangelist from the 1950s, and he was a mighty miracle worker. And way, way back then, he prophesied a revival of the devil's witchcraft. And I believe there has been a partial fulfillment of that word, but now it's about to come in like a flood. And it's not just in the world. You have to hear me. It's in the church. These false prophets are raising rapidly, just like Jesus said they would he said would, did he? So um, say it would rise. They would rise. There's going to rise. They're going to rise. We can't stop that from happening. That we can do. Uh, I'm trying to read this writing, which is hard. Sorry. Ourselves in the world. Okay. Um, be careful. We're not deceived. The cash at profits. Let the prophets. Let me prophesy. You cannot profit. Okay. I'm going to stop there because... The computer, when you get those um, on the side, can get it all mixed up. Yep, A.A. Allen. Yep, that's the one. Um, but the writing is messed up because the computer doesn't always write it out the way you spoke it. 
Basically, what she's saying, and this is so true right now, you got witchcraft on the rise, and you got even more so in the church. Let me warn you about something. And, and let me tell you that if you are so hungry for the supernatural that you'll go anywhere to listen to what anyone has to say, you're going to get in trouble because there's too much witchcraft and there's too much false out there. There really is. And they'll give you lots of truth and then throw in some lies because they're deceived themselves. And they may not even be called to be a prophet or a word of knowledge, whatever they want to call themselves. All right. The only way I know that this is my calling is because God showed me in a dream. Uh, it was, I mean, it was laid out so perfectly. And what I say and what I do, I'm very careful with. You have to be. Um, I let God be God. And I don't give words just because someone asked me to, like some will. I don't charge you to give you a word. I just say, whoa, God's got something to say to you. And I say it. Because a free gift should be given if God gave you the gift, you give it freely. All right? Every word given should line up to the word of God and the character of God. Not every word is going to be in the Bible when it's something personal to a person. Though, like God's going to direct you to move. And this is what he said. He's going to help you with your move. Well, that's not in the Bible. But the character of God is. All right? Do you understand? Be so ever careful. You ask God to lead you to who to listen to. And be careful. And listen to every word and pick it apart and test the spirit. Because just because something is said doesn't always mean it's true. Because you might be following someone false. I had someone come at me who was false. Who, who me, I think meant well in the beginning. But they got lost in, in the worldly way. They got lost in, in witchcraft. And then they started coming at me. And I just let it go and said, okay, God, it's your fight. And he took care of it. You've got to be careful. Because the witchcraft is on the rise in the church and the world. But you're going to see it in the church. You're going to see it on the YouTube. And so you got to be really careful and be careful what you say. Be careful what's coming out of your own mouth. Do you know we can pray and actually curse somebody by the way we prayed? Be careful. All right? Be careful what you profess for your own life. I'm just as bad. I, I'm constantly trying to be so careful. And sometimes I mess up too. Repent and get back on track. Yes, Jeff. That's right. Bind it and cast it out. Ask it to go to the foot of God. Because if you ask it to go back to hell, just because three assigned, it has to go to the foot of God. It has to obey you, literally. But you, but remember, before you start to pray, repent always. You know, I used to think, well, what did I do? Well, we're always sinful. You know, we're never without sin. So always repent so your enemy can't come back to God and go, hey, but what about this? This wasn't in the blood. And start making your accusations to you about you. All right? So first, repent. Then plead his blood over you. Yes, he died for you. And some people think, well, I'm always covered in the blood. That's fine. All I know is that's the way I felt led by God to do. Plead his blood over me. Just once again, God, wash me in your blood and cover me. It's a covering that cannot be penetrated. Then I command, I start quoting scripture like he says, I command in Jesus' name that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. It's in the word of God. And if I'm doing my part and putting first the kingdom of heaven, all the rest will be added on. Do you see? So if it doesn't happen, that means there's some loophole, open window, open door in your life that is allowing it to come in. So that it's not lining up with what you're saying. Let me give you a quick example. I always use the same one. I know. But it's the great, greatest example. 
In the word of God, it says, first put the kingdom of God and all the rest will be added on. If you're not first putting the kingdom of God, it won't be added on. You can believe all you want, but you haven't followed the ways of God. So if you're not really in tune with the Lord and praying and doing what God says to do, being obedient, maybe God will test you and get you up at three in the morning and say, pray. Maybe he'll get you in the afternoon and say, you know what? I know you were going to go out tonight. Don't go out. Come be with me in that secret place. And you go, well, I want to, but how about tomorrow? You just failed the test. You see, when he draws your spirit, and I can feel it physically, actually, in my chest. When he draws your spirit, if you refuse it, you've, you've, you've failed. Don't expect blessings to come pouring on you when you keep being disobedient. You see, everybody wants to stand on the good parts of the word of God, but not stand up for, for being accountable for what's in the word of God. And taking all of the word of God and not just saying parts that feel good and living out and walking in the parts that you think make sense and make excuses for the others. Do you understand? And I'll tell you something. When I was writing this word out as he spoke, I just kept dropping and crying because I can feel his emotions and he's getting stern. He loves, he's merciful, he's grace, but he's stern. He's not going to tolerate it. You don't get to waver and walk the fence. You don't get to. So he's like, make up your mind. Because if you do, you're going to suddenly be going, what happened? And God's not blessing like he normally does. And so if you're having trouble, he's bringing this up because a lot of people ask, well, how come I'm not hearing? Well, how come of this? And how come I'm not getting the blessings? Look at where there's any open window. Could even be somebody else bring it into your house. Are there a lot of games with violence and murder and all this? Is there, is there a bunch of wickedness going on? Do you see? Okay. But there's also this. Are you believing the lies? You may be doing everything right and you're not that you know of sinning and, and you're always repenting every day to make sure I'm lined up with God. And I read my word today and I prayed a little bit and I, you know, I'm trying to show the love of God to everybody and I repent when I mess up, but I'm, I'm still not feeling it. Could it be you're listening to lies that you're not good enough? And why would God use you? Then you actually set yourself up to not hear. The things God showed me, and I did a video when he told me to do it, a few, I think it's three years ago. How to hear from God. He was very pacific. You got to make sure that whatever you're doing, watching anything does not compromise God's word. There's, there's movies I would see years ago that I thought was, oh, that was good. That was fun. And it was, it was okay. It was decent. It wasn't real bad. There wasn't tons of swearing and everything else, but there was immorality. And all of a sudden, I, oh, I love that movie. I'm taking a break tonight. God, is it okay if I watch a movie? I don't watch TV. I haven't watched TV in years. And all of a sudden, it's just like, I take a break because I'm so exhausted. And I'll do wind down for the night. And I'll find a good movie, usually on Pure Flex, which is all Christian. You still got to watch that as well. And suddenly I'll see a movie that, mm, that didn't sit well with my spirit. And I've already got involved. Walk away. Don't say, well, you know what? I'll just, I'll just finish it, you know, but I'll just be more careful. No, walk away. Do you see what I mean by obedience? And if you don't, quickly ask God's forgiveness and don't do it again. Don't go back to the sin. Don't go back to the vomit. All right? Don't go back to the corruption and the wickedness. Don't go back to the thoughts you once had. Take them captive. When God points out where you're, where you're having trouble, 
then lay it down and don't go back. Okay? I'll try to see some of your comments. I'm, I can't keep watch of it all. I want you to be forewarned because these last few words are stern, but yet giving you a way of escape, which is just like the father. I love you, but I'm not going to put up with this anymore. You either are in or you're out. You're either going to go forth or you're not. Don't make excuses. Well, it's too hard. You bet it is. But you lean on God's strength. But it's not okay to stay in sin. It's not okay to, to, to keep losing your temper and be mean to people. It's not okay because you're having a bad day to be mean to everybody else. It's not okay. Where's the love of God in that? If you've done that, repent. Go back to them. Say, I'm really sorry. And really try. I hear it out of people. Well, I'm really trying. I'm trying to do better. No, you're not. Because in all these months, I've not seen a change. That means you're not really trying. Because when you're really trying, I'm being tough with you. But you need to hear this, what God is saying. If you were really trying, you'll see some results. And if you're leaning on God's strength, you'll see even more results permanent results, being changed from the inside out. You need to be accountable to him. You need to have reverence for the Lord thy God and not take what he's saying to do lightly. He's God. He's, I mean, you're, you're talking about God here who made the whole world, who laid down his life for you. Don't take it so lightly and disrespect him and slap him in the face like, you know, well, you know, I'm trying, but uh, I'll keep, I'll keep trying. I know God loves me. He'll, he'll forgive me. Yeah, he'll forgive you, but he's going to give you a swift kick in the butt if you don't start shaping up because you're not really trying. It's just all mouth. It's all talk, but you're not walking the walk. So if you're going to walk the walk and then you're struggling, oh, you bet he'll jump in there so fast. God is merciful every day new. He is giving you grace every day. Another for another load of grace, but he will not tolerate your disobedience and you're making excuses like, well, you know, you're trampling his grace. You're spitting on it. You're, the grace is not so that you can just take your sweet time and do it however you choose. The grace is so that while you're really giving it all you got because you love your God. You want him more than life itself. You are willing to lay anything and everything down. And you're trying what you feel he wants you to do, but you're stumbling. Oh, honey, he won't get to you fast enough. He'll pick you up. He'll help you. He'll bless you. He'll encourage you. He'll give you a moment of rest and say, okay, you're ready. Let's go again. Time to heal. Time to work on this. I'm with you. Take my hand. Let's do it together. I'm telling you. But if you keep finding excuses and giving up, you're going to be sitting by the wayside going, what, what happened? Well, you were lazy. You didn't try. You kept finding excuses. You must, absolutely must, be accountable to the Lord thy God. Now, I'll tell you something. I have been exposed to all kinds of different people getting COVID and sickness, and I'm not sick. I did what God told me to do, and I'm standing in faith. And I'm doing exactly what he wants me to do. He's got a project he wants me to do that hopefully is going to be a blessing to all of you guys. And I'm following it right to the T. I told my husband, we have to be in agreement. No discord, no division whatsoever, or God's not in it. And he'll bow out. We have to do exactly as he said. We have to follow his lead. God, what about this? How do you want me to do this? Can I do this? 
Is this okay? Sticking to God like, like, you know, there's no separation. I'm, I'm attached. And then do as he says. Be obedient. And he'll cover you. Okay? He'll cover you. And there's a couple of times I felt like it just, I could actually feel like it's in front of me. This, this kind of a, in the air of sickness, trying to, and I went, no, you're not. I pled his blood. I did this. I did that. I did exactly as he said. Now, it's not my fault if it's not coming from outside. I will not sign for this. I refuse. God, I'm standing on that promise you gave me. And it was gone. Stand on his promises, but you have to obey. You don't get to choose to make excuses, get it off the table. If you have to slap your own self up the head, do it. Be accountable. Be a grown-up, mature Christian. Stop drinking the milk and get into the meat. Because we need to be ready for the good things that are happening, not just the bad. We don't need to be afraid and let our enemy beat us up. But we need to walk forth in boldness, in spirit and in truth, with the fruits of the Spirit as a witness that we are ready. Patience, love, mercy, grace, all of it. We need to be walking it, talking it. And not find excuses and be childlike. Because you can't take a child to war. They won't be able to handle the fight. They'll lay down and cry and wind up putting everybody else at risk. And you can't take a spoiled teenager who won't obey into the army. So it's up to you what you want. I gave the message and I love you guys. I know I'm stepping on toes, but I love you enough to be truthful. And give God's word exactly as it was given. And if that means saying shape up, Absolutely. I'm right in line with the rest of you. Believe me, I'm not exempt to this word. We all, I'm, I'm just repenting right along with you. God, forgive me. I lay all down. Whatever you need to do, do it. I've, I ask for forgiveness wherever I messed up. I'm, I'm sorry if I've offended you. It's not, my, not what I want to do. Thank you exactly, Ricardo. You know exactly what I'm going through because I'm right along with you. And when I'm struggling to pray and read the word or whatever, well, the word's harder because I can't even pick up the book. But when I struggle with worship or anything else because I don't feel good, I can't get my voice out, I go to him and I say, Lord, please help me because I want to. My heart is so in love with you, but I can't even get my voice up. I can't seem to concentrate Will you draw my spirit. Keep saying it, Lord, draw my spirit. If you draw you out of me, God's already in you. So draw yourself out of me to pray as I ought, to worship as I ought, because I'm willing. He will do it. Do you understand? So keep going. Lay it down. I love you guys. Bye-bye.